Evan Roberts, Craig Carton, all the way to 6.30 or thereabouts. Phone number to join as always, 877-337-6666. And we are now down to the final eight, four and four. The Giants and the Eagles, the Cowboys and the Niners. Let's rock. And can you imagine? Can you imagine if we lost the playoff game or rather won a playoff game or even in a playoff game in which our place kicker missed four consecutive <laughs> oh, extra points? Can you imagine that? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and for those of you that bet the over last night, sorry, that's the way it goes. For every one of you that's pissed off, there's another guy that's thrilled that Maher missed all four extra points and left the number dangling a half point away. That's why I always say gamble responsibly and don't get ticked off when you lose on a bad beat. Happens from time to time, right? That being said, I'm getting I'm getting all antsy today. Are you I'm getting all anti you, Philadelphia today. Are you okay though? Am I okay with what? Are you okay? Moi? Your hero's gone. My hero? Ding dong, the witch is dead. What are you talking about? What's Tom Brady preparing for this weekend, Craig? Yeah. yeah. Nothing. I'm gonna that I said the Cowboys would blow them out. Nothing! Yeah, yeah but what season over, career over, Brady's gone. Brady's gone. Watch out. By the way, save that. Because if the New York Jets signed Tom Brady, he's going to be the first guy in line with his son. Hi, Mr. Brady. Let me tell you something. Can I have a jersey? I would pass on that corpse. He's done. Check down, check down. Almost getting Russell Gage killed late in the game. Tom Brady's done. It's over. Todd Bowles can't coach. I'll give you that. I enjoyed last night. Did you enjoy last night? Matter of fact, I did because I thought the Cowboys would blow them out all week, and I said it all week. That being said, Tom Brady threw 66 passes. Tom Brady led the league in completions. Tom Brady is not done. Yeah, he's done. You know it, and I know it. He's done. Tom Brady will be back next year. Bye-bye. He might play for the Raiders. He might play for the Jets. I think he's going to Miami, and he's going to burn us. No, he's not. And you and I are going to sit here next October 9th, whatever it is, saying, I can't believe that old man Brady no. got us again. Now, maybe this is January muscles, but I hope he signs with the Dolphins. I do. Do you? I hope he does. Because he's done. Because he's not that good anymore. Tom Brady needs everything perfect for him to succeed. Oh, no, I don't have a run game. Oh, no, my coach doesn't know how to coach. Wah. Goodbye. Well, See ya. To be fair... If you had a coach that doesn't know how to coach, it's a problem. And no <laughs> one game to support when you. When Todd Bowles, I mean, let's be fair about it, right? When Todd Bowles called for a punt on a fourth, fourth and three, three from their own forty-seven yard uh, line, yeah. I'll tell you what I did. I started laughing. I started chuckling. I started saying, "Where have I seen this before?" And you know what the answer <laughs> to that question is, sadly. While you're sitting there guffawing and laughing, uh, thinking about all the funny scenes from uh, House Party 9, uh, starring LeBron James. You know where you saw it before? What is that? You saw it this past year with Robert Sala. I know I did. You saw the shades of that ridiculous coaching by Todd Bowles. With Robert Sala. There's Very a similar. difference between Brian Dayball and Todd Bowles. There's a difference between Brian Dayball and Robert Sala. You Brian Dayball 
has stones. Yep. And he showed that week one against Tennessee. Little did we know what that would turn into. None right. of us did. But Brian Dable, in that situation, is telling his quarterback, go get me three but yards. But it's different. He's not. He's got stones, but he doesn't take aggressive risks. He takes measured risks. Well, look at look at fourth and two on your forty-eight, fourth and three on your forty-two, that kind of stuff. The one that really jumped out at me is on the fourth and one play from yeah. his own forty-four yard line. Game on the line with the game on the line, and he decided to not only go for it, but they drew up a play that kept the football in Daniel Jones's hands. Go get me two yards on a quarterback keeper, and he did. Right now, Daniel Jones is playing at an insanely high level. And when you look at the quarterbacks that are remaining in the NFC, yep. and you see Dak Prescott, who was great yesterday. I don't want to take anything away from him. After those first two possessions, he was very good. And Brock Purdy, who also recovered from a couple of bad throws early on. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, we'll see. He's only started one playoff game. Right now, it's crazy to say this. You put Daniel Jones up against anybody right now. Uh, matter of fact, I did. I rated Daniel Jones the fourth best quarterback left out of the uh, eight guys that are playing. You put the big three in the uh, AFC the first. Big three are obvious. It's for me. It's Mahomes is one, uh, Joe Burrow two, Josh Allen three, and then I went uh, Danny Jones four, uh, Jalen Hurts five, Prescott six. Uh, Lawrence seven, Brock, Brock Purdy eight. You know what? And that's not a knock on Purdy. No, no, and he's just only played six games. Like I know your deal. Maybe you were just trying to piss people off. Oh wait, uh, Evan, who might I be trolling <laughs> well, by putting Daniel Jones ahead of Jalen Hurts? <laughs> who might I be trolling there? Now, to be fair, Jalen Hurts has played one playoff game in his career. He threw two interceptions and they lost the game. They got blown out. Yes, they did. They were getting killed in that game to Tampa last year. But not only that, let me back you up, bro. Thank you. I'm gonna back you up. We're all about what's happening now, not what happened in week three. We're all about what's going on now, not what happened in week eight. In the last four games Daniel Jones has played, really starting with that huge game against Washington that they needed to win, he's completing 70% of his passes. He's thrown five touchdowns. He's turned the ball over one time. He's rushed for 238. He has scored two touchdowns. Over that four-game sample, when the game started to be elevated, yeah. Daniel Jones has been as good as anybody. And not to knock Jalen Hurts, he's been banged up. Yeah. But his last two games he played, the Chicago game where he got hurt, and then obviously the last game against the Giants, he hasn't done a touchdown pass. He's thrown three interceptions. He's completed 58% of his passes. Like, I'm not burying Jalen Hurts, no, but if we're, going by, a great year. if we're going by the recency bias of the last few weeks, yeah, Daniel Jones has played better. And I read this this morning, just to back you up even further, since week 14, PFF has graded every quarterback in the NFL. There is only one quarterback in the sport with a higher grade than Daniel Jones, and that's Joe Burrow. So let's just be honest about what we're seeing. Over the last four, five, six weeks, whenever you want to start this sample size, right. Daniel Jones is playing as well as anybody. And uh, the, the rub on that is the Giants come into this game rolling. The New York, the Philadelphia Eagles come into this game not rolling. Uh, having lost uh, two of their last three, Obviously not playing great against the Giants, uh, the Giants' third stringers or second stringers. And if, the, if momentum counts for anything, if confidence counts for anything, the Giants have it. The Eagles will have it when they think about what they did to the uh, Giants earlier this year, that they uh, blew them out. Giants weren't competitive in the game. Uh, but there's a lot to be said for you know, Janet Jackson's theme song. What have you done for me lately? You're right. And lately... Daniel Jones has been a money quarterback and among the very best in the league. So I think we can officially start the week of Foo Philly right now today. 
All the Philly hatred can come out. All the Philadelphia nonsense. I think you got to bring it. I think you got to share stories of bad things that happened to you in Philadelphia. I think you got to share stories about the animals that come up here and root for the Eagles when they play uh, the Jets or Giants. I think it's time that we have a divide between the two cities of New York and Philadelphia. And I think that moment and that day starts right now. May I ask one question? And I'm sure you have a great answer for it. I don't know what the question is. Um, I was in your office this morning. Yes, I you were. hanging out with you. We hang out before every show. We're a brotherhood. And as I went to sit down in the massage chair that's in your office, yeah. I had to move something. Because there was something Did I leave on a case the, of water there? It was not a case of water. It was an article of clothing. Oh, yeah. I've been, I've been doing some house cleaning. Uh, I've got some hats. I've got some shirts. Yes, it was a sweatshirt. Do uh, you want to tell the audience what the sweatshirt was, or would you like me to do it? I mean, Tommy can go grab it if he wants. I don't mind if the you want to tell people what I had in my office. I needed to move so I could sit down and get a massage. Oh, I know, what, I know what it was. I know what it was. It was the uh, Von Rohr uh, sweatshirt, my folks' friends own the equipment company. Nope. Uh, oh, I know what it was. Yeah? It wasn't Von Rohr? It was not. It was of a sporting was it, uh, franchise. Was it uh, Kicks Construction? It was not. Another bus. Uh, it was not a sponsor. It was a oh, franchise that plays sports. Was it uh, Sam and Trenton's uh, cable TV network? It was not. It was not. It was not. Hmm. Um, oh, was it the Pop-Up Bagel Store sweatshirt? Nope. Not known but famous? Oh, for 4. Oh, for 4. Well. And you're saying it was a team? It oh, was a it's probably sports. the Staten Island Ferryhawks. It was not the Staten Island Ferryhawks. Yeah. There was a franchise, and I was disgusted by this. I said, really? Yeah. This is sitting on my beautiful massage chair? Was it this? What did it say? Was it, was it this? Uh, you're holding up a black sweatshirt. Turn yeah. it around. What so does it say on the front? It's merely a black sweatshirt. What does it say on the front, Craig? All it says on the front is... NFL oh, team store. Oh, NFL. Yeah. Does it have a name on the front? By the way, I bought this uh, at fanatics.com, I'm you, pretty sure. You bought this? I bought it, yeah. You bought the six-letter curse word sweatshirt on your Man, own? Turn so. it around, Craig. Okay. What does it say? I can't, oh, let me see. I think I, I see it. it. What's that first letter, Big Mac? I believe it's an E. What's the second letter? That's an A. What's the third letter? Uh, can you move that tie a little, the, the string? Just to be sure, that's a G. Yeah, oh, it's, it's a G. G, so it's E-A-G? Yeah. And then what's the fourth letter? L. And then next? Uh, One I covered, E. E, so it's E-A-G-L-E, and what's the last uh, letter? It's S. An S. S. Yeah. You've got some explaining to do, big it's, man. Yeah, what, what the hell is that? Uh, It's apparently an Eagles sweatshirt. In your office? It's an Eagles zip-up, yeah, and I bought it. And you bought it? I bought it, that's right. <laughs> what the hell? I bought it for uh, my daughter, who is an Eagles fan. Yeah, that's right, because I'm a good dad. Aiding and abetting the enemy. That's what we call that. I hate Philadelphia. Do you, though? I love Philly. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe I saw that on Eagle Week. On Eagle Week. uh, On Foo Philly Week. I'm trying to have a Foo Philly sweatshirt made. Oh, are you? Yeah, I got to call my my friend's uh, CC Music Factory and get some of these uh, bad boys made. Hey, uh, Tommy, do me a favor. Can you go downstairs and Vinny up? Uh, my tailor's here for Big Mac. He's gonna <laughs> he's measuring Big Mac today, so he can have a uh, customized uh, suit made. Oh, nice! Which I promised him for uh, his Christmas gift. Yeah, that was in relation yeah. to Dan- was it Daniel Jones getting his offensive lineman suits? I think uh, that's where it came from. Is that what it was? And yeah. Saquon Barkley, the two of them. Yeah. yeah. So I decided since you guys seem to really really like the idea of getting people suits, 
Uh, Big Mac was injured. I would get him a customized suit. And uh, my buddy Vinny from Scorantino Taylors is downstairs. And uh, as soon as Tommy goes down, I'll bring him on up. And we'll fit the big man for a suit. Look at that. Yeah, maybe we'll even uh, put some eagle colors on it. <laughs> how, about, <laughs> how about that? A little eagle tag on the inside. Now, I bought this sweatshirt for my daughter. Uh, I did not fit her. She didn't like the style of it. So I'm going to return it and get a different one. And, yes, I have Eagles logo in my office. Mm. I do. Now, I'll tell you what. If you want to give me the $60, I will give this to you for a very special Foo Philly-themed <laughs> FSU Friday. I've been thinking about that. And because uh, it, it was 60 bucks, So we could burn it? If you want to take it and do what you got to do to it. But I got to get my money back. We can defile it if you, you like. Do I don't care what you do to it. Okay. Yeah, you can treat it like, uh, well, I got to be careful. <laughs> yes. You can do whatever you want to it. Just like the way you're going to defile yeah. the Philly pretzel. Same thing. Well, yes. Oh, I'm going to beat the hell out of that pretzel <laughs> uh, after I make mad, passionate love to. But I am going <laughs> to beat the hell out of that pretzel on Thursday and Friday. So, yes, I do have an Eagle sweatshirt here. Uh, it is not mine. I'm not wearing it. I'm returning it. And getting a credit to buy something else. And what is that going to be? An eagle onesie? Probably an eagle like, hat? Maybe an eagle's blanket. <laughs> uh, an eagle hat. I don't know. I will give you credit for this, though. And I thought yeah. it was very creative if you did it on purpose. You're wearing a San Francisco Giants sweatshirt. Yeah. But I like it. It's like you're double entendering here of, hey, I'm going to support the Giants by yeah. not actually wearing your Giants gear. But it says Giants, so technically yeah. I'm supporting the Giants. It would be kind of for gaze if I rocked like an old school LT shirt. No, nah, you, you can't do that. Like I'm not a Giants fan, but I'm a New Yorker. Right. So this is the closest thing I got that says Giants on it where Giant fans wouldn't be like, yo, you're not a Giants fan. You know, people get weird about that stuff. Yes. Like, I don't. I think it's just clothing. Who cares? But I know that there's a good percentage of people. I think you may even be in that percentage I, of people. Sort of them, yes. That believes you shouldn't wear certain things. Yeah, there are rules. I think it's completely cockamamie. But out of uh, deference to you. Thank you. And the members of our audience that would be turned off by it. I will not wear New York Giants gear this week. I respect that. And I thought about calling for an axe and getting some gear, but that would be inappropriate. No, just call them to get Eagle gear, right? Well, no, I bought this. <laughs> Why'd you buy that? You call for free stuff or everything no, else? No, because I don't. You have to say the difference. If I want something for personal use for my family, I buy it. Gotcha. So if it's I for want you. something for the show, which I think will add the show... Then I call them and they graciously send it. Gotcha. So, but I never cross that line. You don't if abuse I'm, your but privilege. If I'm getting something for personal use that's got nothing to do with the show, like I'm never going to mention it. Right. Credit card purchase, bang. Yeah, but guess what? This yeah. should be free. We just mentioned it. Nah, but I already bought it. It's all good. And they're all very, right. they're so good to me. And uh, as you know, the uh, founder of Fnax is one of my best friends in the world, and would give me the shirt off his back. But I don't play that way. Okay, good. Now burn yeah. the shirt. Thank well, you. Well, if you give me $60, I'll give you the sweatshirt. Do the hell you want I'll with consider it. doing that. I have no problem doing that. Mm -hmm. If you want to defile this uh, beautiful Antigua women's sweatshirt with that Eagles logo <laughs> on it, you know, made in America, feel free to do it. But I got to get my 60 I was bucks. looking for a Philly fanatic blow-up that I could, you oh, know, I destroy. I love the fanatic. No, I mean, I respect the fanatic. Well, the fanatic's the best mascot in sports. No, I respect what kind of mascot he is, but in this week of foo Phillying, in this week of remembering all the things we hate about the city and the teams that yeah. are there, yeah. to me, the Philly fanatic is the, the mascot to destroy. All right, so how about this? Would you like to bring back on a one-off special mm -hmm. this Friday... 
FSU Friday. I think for the sake of Philly, yeah. All right, so it's on like Donkey Kong. If you don't know what FSU is, it's uh, something we did about a year ago, year and a half ago, where every Friday we destroy things. Yeah. We drop them from rooftops. We burn them. We throw bowling balls into them. We bow and arrow them. We destroy things violently. It's called FSU Friday, which stands for FS Up. Hopefully you understand the F and the S now. And uh, there's sweatshirts you can buy and T-shirts and whatnot. And uh, we videotape everything, and we post it online, and you get some weird voyeuristic satisfaction oh, I get a lot out of, of watching us destroy things. Yes. So if you want a Philadelphia-themed I think we have FSU to. Friday, I'm all in, Now, baby. what I'll take care of, Big Mac, is I'm going to take care of the Phillies, because we're theming the entire city so of Philadelphia. Do, do what you got to do. You got the Eagles as a Giant fan. Okay. I take care of the Phillies yeah. as a Met fan, because I'm thinking of finding a Chase Sutley, you know. You do what you do. Something so I got the Sixers. to destroy, and you got the Sixers? I mean, I assume. Well, what's Tommy doing? Flyers? Tommy's a diehard Giant fan. He yeah. should be in on the FSU also. Well, both do Eagles. You want both? You want, you want FSU the Eagles? What do you want to do? I think in theme of what I used to do with the FSU Friday, I have a very fun, creative idea that oh, we will uh, I mean, show people up. have to go back and watch the old videos to see your brilliant ideas. <laughs> well, so, I think, I think it's around the street burning things yeah. and taking, uh, you know, sledgehammers to them. If I remember correctly, you were folding uh, papers into uh, cubes and leaving them in people's mailboxes. <laughs> yeah, yes. I was blow-drying yeah. an ice cube one time. Yeah, so you're, it'll really, be something, you're really effing us up. You it'll really be something Philadelphia-themed. Yeah, did you go get Vinny or not? Vinny is here, and he's, he's waiting and standing right. by. He's in the uh, Did he bring any sandwiches? Uh, he had a suitcase with him. Maybe oh, maybe he, made he makes, he makes suits there. and sandwiches? No, he doesn't make sandwiches. He oh, usually okay. gets sandwiches. Oh, okay. But there's no way Vinny came up here without a sandwich for me. He knows better than that. He didn't come up here just to mention you for a suit. He better have gone to Al Antico and gotten me a sandwich. Tell you that right now on Sullivan Street. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. Whether it's the Eagles or the Cowboys, Evan, having a division rival makes it even uh, sweeter to play a playoff game. And what's amazing is that four months ago when we started the season off, all the rhetoric, rightfully so, was that the AFC West was going to be the best division of football, that they might be one of the first divisions if they were, it would have been the first. Every team in the division is going to get into the playoffs somehow, some way. You had Russell Wilson going to Denver, and then the obvious, right? And it's the NFC East that stands tall, that is guaranteed now to have a team the NFC in the East NFC Championship game. is the first division since realignment in 2022. So there's a 20-year sample size. First time ever three of the four final four teams in a conference are yep. from the same the division. The NFC East is the beast again. It's the beast. It's yep. never happened before, and it's finally happened this year yep. with the Eagles, the Cowboys, and your New York Giants. And it's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, meaning that you're going to have uh, two teams playing each other for the third time. Well, guaranteed it, now. It, it also means that if you win Saturday night, you will spend Sunday, Giant fans, as a Cowboy fan. But if you lose Saturday yes, night, you're going to be anti-Cowboy to the hilt. Yeah, you're going to want San Francisco to play Philly because they can beat them. Uh, and if you win, you want the Dallas Cowboys, yeah, not San right. Francisco. Exactly. I, I'm with you 100% on that. 100% on that. that that's very funny. Sunday become our rooting interest changes dramatically. Oh, dramatically. Yeah. That's it's also, true. It's also amazing considering two years ago it was the six and ten Washington then Redskins that yep. won the division. Yep. 
I mean, in t- it's in two years. Seven and win- nine. Oh, they seven and nine. They yep. won that last game. Excuse yep. me. I'm yep. sorry. So, are you yep. sure? I thought it was six and ten, and they won the tiebreaker. Seven breaker. and nine. Okay, seven and nine. I'll take your word. Remember, Philly took Jalen Hurts out. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, but I thought won they won. I thought they went six and ten to one and win a tiebreaker. It doesn't matter. Yep. That that it was the worst division in football. And two yeah. years later, they got right. three out of four. It's crazy. Yeah. I and by the way, I don't know about you. I know the the players have no care. The regime is totally different. But if you're a diehard Giant fan, as many of you are, yo, we talked about you know, week 18, what to do, you know, try to prevent Philly from getting the number one seed, all that jazz. And obviously the Giants made the right decision by resting guys, and it paid dividends against Minnesota. I don't think there's any doubt about that now. But if you are, if you have been holding that grudge, that 6-10 and 10 grudge from two years ago with Joe Judge, when Doug Peterson famously pulled Jalen Hurts out of a game against Washington that cost you a playoff berth, this is the payback game. It's gone, dude. If you believe in I it. I disagree. It, from a fan standpoint. Yeah, but you don't think not that. Not Brian Dable. No, no, no. I'm, fan standpoint. No, I'm talking about from a fan standpoint. I think it went away. I don't think I so. Think I the think the you never that, forget. Yeah, but the fact that you were going to make the playoffs potentially at 6-10 and 10 with Joe Judge, one of the worst coaches in your franchise's history, if that happens, you may not get this. Like, you may not get the gift that is Brian All good, Dable. but you're here now. I and think, I think you remember. Watch Big Mac and Tommy, your Giant fans. Is there any part of you that uh, is calling back to two years ago and saying, this is our chance to rub their noses in what they did to us? No. Okay. <laughs> yes. And uh, Tom. Absolutely. That's my guy. We keep the receipts up here. Yeah, we yeah. keep receipts. Well, they've they've charged enough against us not to worry about exactly. some random game. You know, I I can list off forever on games that they killed us. Put it add to the list though. I mean, no, the entire no, no, list no, no, of no. screw. No, uh, sorry. They, they another log, another log to the fire. I am I'm telling you. Vince Young point. would step in and quarterback the Eagles and beat us in big games. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Garcia. This is one of those cases where Lugie, who just unfortunately is dying in the fire, and that's okay. You got to take your L. The hatred for Philadelphia, Deshaun Jackson, the Matt Dodge game. Like, those are the things that killed 2008 when you were the best team in the NFL until Plaxico shot himself. Those are 2006. Though The regular season dominance. You haven't won a game at the link in a decade. Boston Scott. That's what fires you up. That game two years ago, while in the moment, sucked. And was a big deal. Yeah. Dude, it is a forgettable year Somebody and a forgettable time in Giants history. It is out the door. The yeah. hatred for Philadelphia and the Philadelphia Eagles far exceeds what happened to I'm not just hearing it. The hatred far exceeds it. It's a nothing be, moment. There'll now. be somebody on the Giants that goes, it feels good to get them back for two years ago. Maybe Darius Slayton will say it. Maybe Saquon will say it. Darius Slayton just wants yeah. to hold on to a football yes. after what happened at the Somebody's end of the Minnesota Somebody's going to say, not that it means anything now, just go beat the Eagles and don't worry about it. And remember, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles have never beat a team three times in a season. Have never happened. Now, these teams have played three times in a season, of course. 2007 they did. Uh, maybe 06 Not two. 2007. 2008, yeah. 2006, and 2000. In 1981, the Giants and Eagles played in the playoffs yeah. in 81, 2000, 06, and 08. 08, so I'm thinking 08. And I think the Giants yeah. split with Philadelphia in 08, split with them in 06, and swept them in 2000. The Giants beat them all three times, if memory serves correct. And I'm not sure about 1981. It was two years before I was born. But the Eagles have never beaten a team three times in a season. They've never... Um... 
won the first two games against the team and then played them again in the playoffs. But whatever. They've never beaten a team three times in a season, and the Giants have never lost to a team three times in a season. The last time they played a team after losing the first two games, yeah, the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC Divisional Round 2007. Aha! What so up? there you go. Yeah. I you know, Just for the sake of my own brain, I, I, and I'm sure you're right, I'm not challenging you, but I do have to check. Yeah, I no, I, you don't have to check. I know no, for no, a no. fact. I'm going to 08, check. 06, and I happen to be right. About what? I happen to be right. The Giants played the Cowboys three times in 07. I just, we're, we're talking about the Eagles. Well, I didn't say Eagles. Well, if we played them in the playoffs, we've played them three times because we played them twice <laughs> in the division. So <laughs> and I just it's, it's you guys suck. No one's doubting. I told you 2007. And yes. you guys are telling me I'm wrong. Well, no, I'm not wrong. We were talking about the Giants and the Eagles playing I the playoffs was, in 08, I, I, 06, I, I think I was saying the Giants. Okay. Watch I've this. never played anybody. Well, watch this, audience. Yeah. Craig, yeah. you're right. Thank you. I thought I was you right. You are so smart. Well, That's what yeah. I'm... No, you can stop right there. I just need one platitude. Yeah, I need two. Anytime they've ever played uh, a divisional opponent in the playoffs, it's been three times. That's how it works. <laughs> Who asked you? You get I'm the guy saying. a suit and he's doing yeah, his thing? Yeah, you know what? That suit doesn't have to be made. <laughs> but it's going to be made. You know so. what I think Giant fans also want revenge? They played the Eagles twice this year. The last time they played them was a weird game. They played their third stringer. Sure, they gave them a battle. The game means nothing. They got embarrassed by the Eagles earlier this season. That game week 14, I think. You could fact check me on that. That was a non-competitive just blood fest. Yeah. Now, granted, the Giants are a different team. They weren't fully healthy. We have to acknowledge that. The Eagles are a different team. They aren't healthy right now. But I think in terms of recency, you think back to the fact yeah. that Philadelphia put 48 points up on you. Sunday, December 11th, 48-22. to 22. And it wasn't even that close. We watched that. I mean, it was... No, it was, it was embarrassing. And my recollection of that game was uh, embarrassing. And you know what? That it's was, a the, month that was ago. the Giants' worst game of the year. It's a, I totally agree. It's a month ago, and it means nothing. Jalen Hurts two for two touchdowns, had a rushing touchdown as well. Um, bu- 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 how about this? Listen to this. Ready? Yeah. The Eagles clinched their second straight playoff berth in fifth and six years over the fading. New York Giants. And they were fading at the time. (laughs) Dude, they scored touchdowns on their first three possessions, and they didn't break a sweat. And that was also when uh, the punter, Gillen, dropped and then tried to kick it. It was a special teams debacle, and that was right before A.J. Brown pranced into the end zone. I mean, it was a non-competitive. Not only that. The Giants' run defense let Miles Sanders go for a buck forty-four yeah, in that right. game. Jalen Hurts too. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. I mean, it Boston was just a Scott complete too. debacle. Boston Scott had a touchdown in that yeah, game. It's, honestly, it's funny that game doesn't even bother me. I'm not even concerned with that when really? I think of the Eagles. So when I, you think it's of all, your, so it's all you, because the, I, you had a feeling that was coming. Okay, so the Giants were banged up and dis, injured. When you think of your dislike for the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles, yes, the number one team is a Giant fan you hate. Yeah. Not even close. Yes, what comes to mind is it Deshaun Jackson? No, 2008, and then Jeff Garcia. Okay, the two fair playoff, enough. the two playoff games, That's fair enough. and then Deshaun Jackson. Okay, and Brian Dawkins hurting Ike Hilliard. Because I hated Dawkins. Yeah, and then I just some of the players. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Westbrook. Yep. Like players like that. Deshaun McCoy who yeah, killed us. Yeah, Boston just, Scott. By the way, uh, Leonard Williams didn't play in that game either. I know they were banged the up. Giants, no, yeah. they were banged up. Were I saw it up. coming. Like, everyone knew it was coming. Yeah, it's all good. They're a now completely different team now. By they the made the playoffs anyway. Like, that, even that game doesn't bother me. Now you're here. Now we're here. Now you're here. And I love the games Brian Dable's already playing. Well, the Eagles are a really good team. They're a really good team. They, they, they are, though, a really They're good team. They're a really good team. Like, they are a really good team. I agree. Evan Neal's got to step up in a game like this because the Eagles have how many guys who have 10 sacks this year? Four guys? I think it's four, They yeah. sacked like 70 guys this 70, season. Yeah. 
And they did a good job of, for the most part, keeping Daniel Jones clean last week against that pass rush. Like, the Eagles are good. I don't want to minimize what they've accomplished just no, because you of can't the minimize the Eagles. The Eagles had a great season. Like, we've spent a lot of time over two days talking about Jalen Hurts and the uncertainty Lane Johnson. Okay, let's go look at their defense. They've got potentially the best corner duo in the NFL. And by the way, one of their corners is only a Philadelphia Eagle because the Giants in a rebuild season made a cost-cutting measure yeah. in James Bradbury. Now, to be to be fair, that game was out of hand so quickly you didn't see the real Giants offense. Tyrod Taylor came into that game. Yeah, but they also had chances down 7 nothing, 14 nothing, and 21-0. Well, it was like 21-0, like if you take a look, you know, uh, listen, it was just a bad game all around. A bad game all around. The New York Giants are a better team this Saturday than they were on December 11th. I don't think anyone's going to argue that. Like you said, you, you went back the, over the last four weeks, obviously not counting Week 18, the New York Giants offense with Daniel Jones is – among the top well, offenses that's why, in the league. That's why to defend you in a way. Thank you, sir. You decide to rank quarterbacks. Yeah. The question is, well, what are you ranking them from? What they've done in their career? What they've done this season? Or what they've done recently? Because the only well, thing that's got to Matt- be based on what the expectation is now. Right. So like, you did in September to me, although I appreciate it, it's not all that relevant no, today. And that's why the Eagle fan sees that. And I get it. Jalen Hurts was an MVP candidate. I mean, 100%. legitimately... Right up there with Patrick Mahomes yes, until he sir. got hurt. And if anything, the injury showed how valuable he was. Yes. So I think the Eagle fan looks prideful at the year Hurts had and said, shut up. Daniel Jones hasn't even been close, and we acknowledge that. But right now in this moment, yeah. with Daniel Jones coming off his first playoff victory and the way he's played in the last four weeks with every game being huge, starting with Washington, he's playing at this incredibly high level, and Jalen Hurts is a question. So if you're ranking quarterbacks based on recency... You're not nuts. You're not. I don't think no. you're crazy to say that. I don't think I'm crazy at all. If you're doing it based on the totality of this season, of course Jalen Hurts had a better That's year. That's not what I'm doing right now in the moment. Uh, and listen, it's a little fun also putting the giant quarterback just ahead of the eagle quarterback. I'm not going to lie about that. But uh, it ain't crazy. It's handsome. I'll take that. I am handsome. But I ain't crazy. Are it's, you handsome? Uh, I think for uh, I have a look for certain people. <laughs> yeah, those, not, those who like Vin fair. Diesel and Bill Goldberg Vin, as if they had a love child. You're right. No, it's more like yo know, Vin Diesel twenty years after he retires <laughs> from making Fast and the Furious ninety three. <laughs> uh, you know The Rock when things go south for him. The Rock, Robert Sala, uh, two years from now. <laughs> yeah, this is not a look for everybody, but it works for me. That's all. That's all I can. You say. know who else is going to think about something from that game? I'm thinking back to that giant eagle game. Julian Love going for the pick. I think it was on Devontae or was it? Yes, it was on Devontae. Was it on Devontae? Yes, it was. Goes for the pick, misses him. He ends up in the end zone for a touchdown. That's right. So when you think of what giant players are thinking about as they look at revenge against the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm sure each individual has a moment from that first game, which was an ass kicking, in which they say, I got to get back. An absolute ass kicking, which I think sets the Giants up even better. I'd rather come into this game having gotten my ass kicked than having blown them out. I know that seems like it doesn't make sense or it's counterintuitive. I think it makes all the sense. Do you in the think world. the last game matters at all? I don't. Other, the only thing that matters they were competitive from this with standpoint, the, with nobody. Matters, yeah, here's the here's where it matters. Uh, Brian Dable. Not that you have to convince pros. It's not college kids, but Brian Dable going. The backups gave these guys all they wanted, right? And they haven't played since. So why why would our starters not be able to hang with them? We weren't ready to go a month ago. 
Yeah. They had our number. We accept that. We're a different team now. Right. We've experienced well, clutch wins to get in and to advance. It's it's that's sim- the message, it's, right? It's simplistic. Remember last week when there were so many Giant fans cocky or confident about beating the Vikings, and they turned out right. And we were trying to examine where does it come from. And my point to you was they looked at the regular season game they played three weeks earlier and said it's simple. If we clean up the turnovers and the special teams' mistakes, we win. We came a 61-yard field goal away from at least going overtime, and yet those mistakes occurred. That's right. Think about what the Giants did on Sunday. They cleaned up those mistakes, and they won. That's right. So that attitude the Giant fans had and turned out to be... the most points they've scored in the game all year. Right. It turned out to be spot on. Yep. Don't turn the ball over. Don't make a special team's mistake. This time we win. And guess what? And they did. Reminds you, I know you're going to hate this. It reminds me a lot of a Saturday night a decade ago. Tom Coffin said, you're playing everybody? We're playing everybody. And we got the feeling, although we lost, that we could hang. We were, and hold that on, hold on. served Let me get them straight. well. Let me get this straight. A month later... Let me get this straight. First of all, it was more than a decade ago. It was 15 years ago. You're telling me. Go ahead. You think. Yep. Because maybe you're not crazy. I'm I'm thinking about this out loud. Go ahead. That the Giants keeping it close against the Eagles with third stringers Uh will somehow lead in a similar way to Giants-Patriots in the Super Bowl. Saturday night. Into this game on Saturday yes, night. Yes, I do. Like the way they battled with yep. third stringers, with Kenny Galladay making touchdown catches. That's right. Will somehow lead like a carbon copy of Giants Patriots. I think it's the same exact thing. Okay. I, obviously, there are differences, but at the heart of it, you learn that you could hang with them. You just said, you by the way. You beat the Patriots, and that served the Giants well a month later. By the way, just so the audience understands, he just said, it's the exact same thing with some differences. Yes, <laughs> that's right. It's the exact same thing with a couple differences. But at, the, at its heart, it's a twin. It's the exact same thing. I know I can hang with this team. They don't scare me. I'm not worried about 48-22. I know that my third stringers damn near beat these guys with a quarterback who had never even thrown a pass before. Where's that Vaughn at Eagle defense? I Davis Webb on the field. He looked pretty damn good, especially late. So my message is, we are good enough to be on this field with them. Let's take it to a man. Matter of fact, I heard a rumor that Tom Coughlin's addressing the team before the game. I think you should address the team before the game. Yeah, that's really not my, my sweet spot. No, I think you got it. That's not my sweet spot. Yeah. That's not your sweet spot? No. Pumping up 25-year-old men? That's right. Well, yeah, that, uh, in my private life, that's my sweet spot, <laughs> especially at Russian bathhouses. <laughs> but uh, in a football uh, arena, I, I know what I'm good at, what I'm not good at. Yeah, I'd be good on the sideline. I wouldn't be good in the locker room, although I have done it. Like when I have to give the pregame speech when we used to play the Mikey Nichols hockey tournament, right. I was captain of one team. I had to give the pregame speech, and I got them all riled up. At <laughs> But this is a different animal, and I'm going to stay where I belong on the sideline. I'm going to let real men go in there and give the speech that motivates 53 young men, average age 28. <laughs> That's not my gig. Yeah, now you want to talk about a great place to eat dinner? I'm your guy. <laughs> you want to talk about where to celebrate and what the post-game buffet should be? I'm your guy. But I ain't doing that. They'd be like, yo, man, stop talking. <laughs> and I tell you why I know this, because... Years ago, I was asked to coach uh, the Fordham, like, preseason purple and garnet game, whatever they called it, right? When, uh, what, what, I forget his name. What was his, uh, the old coach? I forget his name. And I had to give the, the team, uh, you know, huddle up, huddle up, man, huddle up. 
I wasn't that good. At it. Didn't go well. <laughs> I was a great coach. Like we won the game. We beat Boomer's team, and I beat Boomer in a free throw contest because I'm like that. I'm him when it comes to free throws. But the speech giving, nah. I'm surprised. I actually thought you'd be really good at that. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. <laughs> so did I. I didn't see that coming. And I, I felt like they weren't listening. Yeah. So I just yeah. yelled at them on the sideline during the game. I figure I would just. What are you doing? I figured I would imitate uh, the president from Independence Day, and that would be my speech. And I don't I think that would go well. did I get today? Chocolate, chocolate chip. Oh, a little You're going to chow down on more ice cream? Yeah. Boy, I'll I tell you. You know why? You're trying to grow a fifth chin, I see. By the way, I, I can't stop losing weight. I don't know how oh, I do it. Okay. But I'm down to a 207 today. <laughs> I got seven pounds to go. And it's the ice cream diet. Yeah, everybody watches yeah. on SNY and watch you just destroy ice yeah. creams on a daily basis. We're on SNY right now. You can see me do what I do. I eat ice cream all day, every day. Nice. And the weight just, it's falling off me. It's like magic. It's allergic to being on my bones. Hmm. I got seven pounds to go. At least you got, self, got self-confidence and you could talk yourself into being skinny. I appreciate that. I'm looking at that. myself in the camera right now. Only two and a half chins, one and a half chins to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well on my way to handsomeness. That's right. <laughs> I am wearing sweats today, too. I gave up. <laughs> I completely gave up this morning. I was like, ugh. Just throw the sweatpants and on. And look at me. I dressed up. I'm, I'm so getting a tired. lot of compliments for wearing a button-down yeah, today. you look like you're a Los Angeles gangster. You're fantastic. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Look like you're selling, uh, you know, kilos of H on the streets of Los Angeles. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I look sexy, man. Wear a button-down. I look it's comfortable. Sloppy. I'm not going to lie to you. It's sloppy. What is sloppy about? It's just sure it's it's too big, big on, on you. you. It's too big on you. Yeah, it's I, swimming on I you. I wear big clothes. Because you're yeah, coming. I know. You want to be comfortable. It's embarrassing. Then you want to know why you look sloppy. You make, it, you make a lot of money. You're very successful. You got a beautiful family. You walk out of the house looking like a clown. First of all, man. not sure how you define a lot. Second of all, yeah. I think I look good. I got a compliment from like, both of our bosses. They said, are you going for a job interview? Oh, I said, do I need to? What, to join a gang? <laughs> I think I've set the job I, mean, I think the problem is I'm wearing a shirt that's three times too big. I think big the for problem you. is I've set the bar so low with what I wear that me just putting on a button down makes it look as if I'm. Or you putting on a shirt that doesn't have a team logo on it <laughs> yes. is dressing up for you. Yeah. Like, yeah, just out of curiosity. Sure. And I have seen you dress nice. Like when we did the Pete Alonzo charity event. You had look like you had loafers on. Dude, I slacks. dressed up. You were the one yeah. who I was surprised. At. Listen, I'm a jean and the hoodie guy. That's that's what I do. You know, I respect yeah. that, but I came to play, yeah. as you know. By the way, I thought you represented well. Thank but you. I was thinking about you uh, just a moment ago uh, and your dress. Yes. Like 30 seconds ago, I thought about you. Yeah. And I'm saying to myself, God forbid you had to go to a funeral or a wedding. I've got it. No, what I'm do good. you wear? I've, uh, about three years ago, I went on MOB Network. And I was like, oh, they, they invited me on. I appreciate okay. this. I'm going to dress up. You should be on MLB Network. Okay. Well, I went on. Pissed off Alex Cora that day. I'll set you up. Do you want to no, get on that network? I'm good. I, I'm good. They don't, have enough, you know, they don't have enough money right now. It's not, it's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> wow. No, I was doing middays. By it was way, a different world. They have enough money. They don't. Not for me. <laughs> I was doing middays. <laughs> I had free time. Heaven. No, I was doing middays. I had free time. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? This is a good opportunity to get some nice clothes. So you can go Google it. I'm sure the episode exists. That's when Alex Corey got pissed off at me because I actually called David Price a choker and he was not happy. Whatever. It doesn't matter. And I cleaned up good, man. Yeah. I had a jacket on, little American flag lapel like I was running for like a blazer. you damn right I did. Tie. So, the whole thing. I got it in my closet when it's needed. The problem is it not does, a problem. It, it doesn't fit. It's not needed. It also doesn't fit. No, I weigh the same amount. <laughs> yeah, okay, Billy. <laughs> sure you do. At least I hope I weigh the same amount. When's the last time you put it on? Um, 
About a year ago, I went to yeah. a nice event. It doesn't fit. A year ago, I put weight on? What kind of event you go to without me with a I jacket told, and tie on? I don't remember. Yeah, you do. I don't. You just don't want to tell me. You got to invite somewhere that I didn't get invited to. And you went. Does that bother you? You Benedict Arnold. You're like B.A. Baracus. <laughs> See what goes on there? All of a sudden, afternoon Evan gets to go to events, gets paid to go places. I was not I paid. I don't even it know about until after the fact. It was a function. Like I'm some kind of shem sitting here. I go, <laughs> it was a charity event. And I dressed nicely. That's all. Oh, was it, you didn't dress up for uh, taking me out to the ball game, did you? No, I wasn't. I dressed up, but not with that. I dress nicely, but I yeah. didn't wear the jacket now. All right, well, good for you. So I've got clothes when I need to. The problem is I don't need it. Like, when the hell do I need it? You ever check for moths in that closet? Here? I mean, it's been a while, I admit. Yeah, you might want to check for that. That's <laughs> no joke. Like, we got moths. They eat right through that. They don't care. They're like, oh, what is this? Uh, real Corinthian leather? I'm going to eat it. <laughs> yeah. They don't, they don't care what it is. <laughs> yeah, you ever wear a Corinthian leather suit? I don't think so, no. No? You ever no. have a ball gag in your mouth? <laughs> Only once. We don't talk about that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Evan's all medieval. <laughs> break or no break? Keep going. You tell me. I don't think we're due for a break yet, but if you want me to break, we will. All right, more of your calls coming up. Eagles, Giants, of course. I mean, you know what's going to be great about this week? It's every day this week. Every day this week is about getting ready and getting closer to Eagles and Giants. Like nothing else really matters in the world you know, other than famine and war, of course. Like I'm not even worried about Biden hiding secret documents in seven different houses. Oh, come on. You're not enthralled by that? I was on Monday yesterday. You're bored already? Yeah, but I'm bored with it. I want to see what else yeah. they find in his beautiful car. I mean, who knows? They might find love children there. <laughs> what do I know? Well, it was, my, it was in my garage. <laughs> we do keep it locked, though. Yeah, and he, you know, he was so, I will say this, there was an aspect of my Corvette, like that Dude, was so bougie I and like, that was better very, than the rest of us. I gotta tell you, when I saw the president say that, I thought of Francesa, like, uh, my Corvette, I have a Corvette, yeah, you like, do not great, have, you a have a Corvette, good for you, buddy. I took that, yes. Yeah, that's, uh, I was just like, a little, yes. like, just kind of like, all right, You want to remind you, I've got a Corvette, you know who doesn't have a Corvette? You. You're a wealthy man. You have a Corvette in a locked garage with, uh, you know, the codes for nuclear war. I think Inflation that's doesn't affect my Corvette. <laughs> that's right. Okay, that's your problem. And I'll tell you this. It's an ugly shade of green, Billy. <laughs> if you get an old school Corvette like that, yeah. black or red, let's do it right. That's just my take. I see Jaguars in that color all the time. By the way, and can we all agree on something? Can we stop this bougie Jaguar it's a Jaguar. I agree. <laughs> All right. It ain't a Jaguar. I don't care how they want us to pronounce it. It's a Jaguar. Jaguar. W-A-R. Jaguar. <laughs> Got it? Are we in agreement on that? Agreed. I see these bougie people on TV. Did you? Would you like to drive a Jaguar? Not the way you pronounce it, no. Who do you think is going to win this weekend? The Chiefs or the Jaguars? I think the right. Jaguars have a real shot. Ugh. Oh, it pisses me off, <laughs> Jaguars. Jag this. That's what I say. I will tell you what, though. That uh, Shaka Khan, the owner of the Jaguars. Mm -hmm. A Shad Khan. That dude, Shaka Khan, right? Shad That <laughs> dude through the fire has a badass mustache. He's got a badass mustache. That is a full-on life commitment to ugly. <laughs> and I appreciate and respect that when you're a, a great deal. When you're a billionaire and he's proving it, it yeah. doesn't matter how ugly you I are. like that guy a lot. Isn't his son the head of AEW? He's the head of AEW. Tony yeah. thinking Tony about Khan. buying WWE? Khan, right? Which would Chad be something Khan. else. Can but you there's imagine? another Khan family also not related. Yeah, well, there's, there's uh, right? Nick Khan who basically runs WWE essentially. Yeah, not, so it's funny. It, like, the he, two guys that run the competing wrestling things 
are both last name Khan, but not related. There's not also related. a famous actor named James Khan. I'm not sure if you've heard. Spelled of him. differently. That's C W A N. May he rest in peace. He passed away. He died. Thus, he re- may he rest in peace. Yes. Yeah, but sometimes you say that, and the guy's not dead. So no, I have to. I got right because I'm a big fan of Jimmy Khan. James Khan passed away. He I mean. was the guy. Uh, and in Godfather, he legitimately beat the crap out of that dude because that guy was a bad guy. True story. Hmm. Like, you know the scene where he's got the garbage can, he's just beating him down with it? In the original Godfather? That real, there was no remake of the Godfather. No, but there was a Godfather 1, Godfather yeah, 2, we and don't, a we don't horrendous call the Godfather 3. They call it 1 and 2. <laughs> and nobody watches 3 because it was embarrassing. <laughs> I, you right, know, the more you, money the more you rip Godfather Three, yeah. the more intrigued I am about. Well, yeah, you should go see of, it. Of, yeah, yeah, you I think I should. It. But it's not good. First off, and for the last time, hopefully on this show, mm-hmm. at no point is it conceivable that Andy Garcia's character is going to fall for that train wreck because <sighs> yeah. they're all yokies together. He's the guy. He's the heir apparent to the Corleone dynasty. You know, I haven't yeah. seen He's it yet. He's not going to so fall in love with don't her. Don't spoil the movie. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, Fast. I'm going to spoil this can, one. Can you give me a little bit Zaza. of Zaza. <laughs> Joey Zaza's got to take one right in. He's got to. He's a bad guy. Isn't that Francis Ford Coppola's daughter? Yes. The actress? Sophia Coppola. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Ugly. <laughs> Sorry. I had, a chill, I had a cough there. I not apologize. Nice. Andy Garcia is hot to trot. He's a badass. He's not going to fall in love with Sofia Coppola because they're all gnocchis together in the back of a restaurant. I'm sorry. It didn't make any sense. Sorry. The remake. There's one and two. I didn't say remake. You I said, said we talking about the original. The original no. means the first movie. There's then you've got the sequel. Then you've got these two. Yeah. And that's it. The original, two, and no, three. it's not called the original. It's called one or two. It's called Godfather. One or two. When you see it, it's The Godfather. Yes. It's like Godfather 1. But no one, one goes, oh, I'm going to watch the original. Well, the original means... I'm going to watch one or I'm going to watch two. That's it. I disagree with that, too. You can have That's my fine. answer now, Senator Cleary. I appreciate you paying for the license. Oh, <laughs> That play right there. And then they set him up with the dead hooker, and he does pay the license. Hey, by the way, up? you're supposed to rap today. Are you ready to do it? No, I didn't write it yet. You promised us yesterday that by 5 o'clock... Promises, shmamas. I'll get it gonna... done this week. Oh, now it's this week? Yeah, when I think about it. You I... said you were going to do a freestyle or no, no, write it down like no, Keith McPherson Nobody did. else does freestyles around here, well, so I'll write it down it, like everybody right else. Keith wrote it down and did a rap. Yeah. Okay. You promised to do it today by 5 o'clock. And I, now never put... I never said that. I never said that. I never you promised by five. I said yeah. I'll probably do it if I you get to it. You said yesterday, yeah. tomorrow at five, All right. I'm going to wrap Here's for you. Here's my promise. I'll make you a promise. Yeah. Tomorrow by five. Tomorrow by five? Yeah. Is that a promise? I'm now officially promising I will drop you a couple bars tomorrow at five. couple of bars? I want it to be as long as Keith's. All right. Listen, you, I want, I want. All right, Veruca Salt, you'll get it when I give it to you. Oh, wow. Please, Daddy, may I have the golden egg now, Daddy? So you're conceding that you'll Keith McPherson did a much better tomorrow. rap than anything no. that you can give us. Well, right. Match him in length. I thought Keith uh, dropped it really nice. I thought it was great. I thought he did a great job. I'm just a little bit better. Well, prove it. I'm going to And by doing five. a couple of bars couple doesn't of bars. necessarily prove it. you got to match him in length. Match him in length. And then we'll have a conversation. First off, listen, I tie mine down to the knee. All right? I am matching no body length because I'm special. Number two, if you're talking about the rap, I will bring it and you'll be pleased with the length of my rap. Okay. All right? That's what I meant. On the ones and twos. On the ones and twos. Yeah. AM to the PM and the KM, whatever it was. I got you, Keith. I thought Keith did a really good job. I really did. I did too. I thought it was awesome. 
Now we're just, I'm going to have to just do it a little bit better. <laughs> well, I don't know what you want me to tell you, but I'm going to do my best. Keith's excited, big Cowboy fan. Got to come on after a Cowboy win last night. I'm sure he was pumped up. Oh, yeah, is that right? Yeah. Did we have the game last night here on the fan? We did. We had Monday Night Football right here on the fan. Tonight, we got a Brooklyn Nets game. Nets oh. Spurs. There goes the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Taking shots at my team. All right, listen. By the way, chocolate, chocolate chip. Not bad, Hagen Dawes. Made up word, by the way. I told you that, right? Yeah, you explained that to yeah, me. Yeah, Hagen Dawes is an invented word. He wanted to make it sound like he was Swedish. What's Baskin Robbins then? Named after the two guys that founded the ice cream. Oh, a guy store. named Baskin and a guy named yes. Robbins? Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Do you, remember, you know how many flavors they had originally? <laughs> how many? Come on, man. Do you know anything about American uh, food history? I know that I would go to Baskin Robbins and order ice cream and they had eat 31 it. 31 flavors. Okay. A flavor for every day of the month. They have 31 flavors. Well, not all months. Some now months. they have more, yeah. but they originally we have 31 flavors. That was my go-to as a kid. And their the go-to is mint chocolate chip. That's my go-to. Yeah. Of course. Of course it is. I'm a big mint chip guy. Yeah. Baskin-Robbins was famous for the mint chocolate chip. Carvel was famous for the saucers and the brown bonnet. Which yeah. one did you go to mostly as a kid? Uh, Baskin-Robbins. You were Baskin-Robbins. Yeah, we had them close both in uh, New Rochelle. There was a Baskin-Robbins on North Avenue and then a shopping center behind it. Right. Uh, there was a Friendly's where I had my first job outside of my paper route. And there was a Carvel right next to Donut World. So we'd go brown bonnet, a little vanilla soft serving the brown. You know, like the uh, Magic Shell? That's what the brown bonnet was. Can you name was. the 31 flavors from Hot No. Baskin no, Robbins? No shot. No shot. No. Mint chocolate chip was the best because they they did it like, um, you know, like when you get shaved ice? Mm-hmm. Their, their chips in the mint chocolate chip were like shaved chips. No, That's what set them apart. It's tremendous. They didn't have big chips. They had little chips. Sometimes I like big chips, though. I've heard that about you. you know, the guys I met last night told me about that.